started to wonder, and I wondered, which led me to wonder. I had to wonder. I started to wonder. I couldn't help but 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 wonder. What the fuck is up, gamers? Welcome back to City Girls Make Do. I'm your host, Alex, and I've had two cesareans and a lobotomy. <laughs> I'm your host, Stephanie, and uh, I believe in a woman's right to docs. You know, like doctors, but also shoes. And also oh, docking. Meant, like doxing is in like no. telling people wear cops lid, which. Oh, I'm I mean. For. I'd be down for doxing if it was, like, for cops. I'm generally not down for doxing when it's for, like, normal people. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. (laughs) We have a guest today. Uh, Yeah, I'm Sarah, and I'm, uh, uh, oh my god, I just lost it in my notes. Uh, I'm Sarah, and it's, I'm sorry, I'm Sarah, and it's midnight, I'm gay, and I've got to start my night. (laughs) I was stuck between that and I'm Sarah and I'm about to cry in my flan. Oh, <laughs> I mean, it's nearly midnight for me. So yeah, I'm starting my night. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Mm. I can't relate to the thing that when they said that line in the episode, because I was just like, it's 12 o'clock. I'm gay. I'm getting into bed and opening Picross. <laughs> but <laughs> I guess sorry, that is I starting just, my night. Smile pooped on the floor again. I needed to clean that up real quick. Oh I'm no, sorry. no worries. Queen. Uh, Queen shit. Literally. Nasty little lady. We stan a lizard. Poop on the floor. Yeah. (laughs) I can't wait for when I do truncate silence on this. (laughs) Just snip, snip. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm back. Yay. Yay, you're back. (laughs) So sorry. (laughs) It's fine. We love smile. We do. Uh, we stand an incontinent queen. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All the bad Sleep. bitches have IBS. Uh-huh. That's, that's true. Okay. Anyway, where were we? Yeah, we're back with Sarah, our dear friend. Um, the six Pete. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, was the last time you were on episode 69? I believe so. Okay, and now you're on season six, episode nine. So you're hitting the yeah, double that- 69. That one was that one was a the, the being on episode sixty nine was by design. Being on this one was a sheer coincidence because I did not know the the episode number when uh, I signed up for this one. I totally thought you did it on purpose. I was like, I no. think that she was on like the sixty nine last time, and so it's like hitting the double, hitting the double sixty nine. Nope, just uh, <laughs> just absolute. Uh, what's the name of that shitty movie? Uh, serendipity. Serendipity. That's the one. I was gonna I've say. I've never seen Serendipity, <laughs> so I don't know if it's shitty. I'm aware. Like, of the, I'm aware of the concept. Putting my putting my phone in a in a in a library book, like it's like it's the ring. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it worked yeah. out pretty nice. Yeah, she's back, and we are on episode season six, episode nine. Uh, a woman's right to shoes. Uh huh. I despised this title. It's so much. The episode is... I I, I like this episode a lot, honestly, but this title is just, what? It's so bad. It's awful. Like, because, like, the Carrie thing is the only 
shoe related like plot. Right, but the rest of but the like Miranda's about her baby and Samantha is about being r slash child free and uh so those are about the women's right to choose part. Uh but then uh uh Charlotte's is just hey, my husband's balls are out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it works and it's good. <laughs> and you love to see it. <laughs> you do love to see it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, the, the title is a lot. Like, I, I read the title out loud to Matt, and he was like, it's not actually called That Is It. Like, no, that yeah, it very that, much is. It was a call, but, but it, it being called that was was one thing, but her actually saying it out loud in the episode made, like, to Miranda, it made me feel like I'd been shot. Well, they never <laughs> said the episodes out loud in the, in the episodes. They never said the title, but they did this time, and I was like, what the... Like, no, they, I didn't even, yeah. I didn't even get the like a woman's right to choose reference, which makes it worse. Like, it's just so clunky. It's not good. It's, it's bad. Not. Yeah, but zero the, points. The fact mm-hmm. that they said it in the episode and used it for the title meant they thought it was really clever and good. So yeah, yeah, nil point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I guess we can get into it. Yeah, this episode starts with an extremely cursed visage, which is extremely straight hair, Carrie Bradshaw. Like, I, I had to watch, um, Amazon didn't have these for free anymore, I had to sign up for HBO, so I, uh, got a very legal version that was at a very low resolution to watch, <laughs> um, and I, like, for a second I was squinting and I was like, is this like a, is this supposed to be Carrie, or is this like Phoebe Buffay from Friends, Lisa Kudrow? Yeah, it's, she's kind of like, I guess when her hair has been shorter, she kind of does like a mix of like straight and curly, she kind of switches it up sometimes, but like, it is very not the iconic Carrie hair, like, sh- like she's meant to be curly. Uh-huh. Yeah, she does sort of go back to like longer and curly, uh, I think like this season. Like pretty much immediately, soon-ish. like, like yeah. all, the, the, only, the only time we get this extremely straight, this extremely cursed straight hair Carrie is when she's like. When she's, like, the last person to get a registry gift for all of her friends, and so she can only buy, like, the shitty thing that no one else wanted to get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, there's, like, a little montage of her buying registry gifts, so, like, for weddings or, I guess, she also says, like, like engagement parties and baby christenings Vacations? and baby showers. Yeah. Do, do like, I I have not gone on a, I, I've gone on, like, one vacation as an adult, and it was not, like, a big hullabaloo, like, do you, was that a thing? Like, what what the fuck is she talking about there? Like, she like not at this point, but later on in the episode, I bought her this thing when she had when she went to like the Cayman Islands or something. And like, oh, that's are vacation gifts a thing? I've I mean, never. No, like the only time I can think of like a big vacation like being a thing for anyone else would be like a honeymoon. You know? A honeymoon, in which case you're already getting wedding gifts. Or the other thing I can imagine is if maybe you're like, you know, like an upper middle class or like rich kid and you're doing like a gap year or something and like your parents are like, yeah. we're going to give you like money for travel or something like that. Yeah. Or, yeah. I guess or maybe like a mission trip or something, but this doesn't seem like mission trip people. I don't know. Um, but yeah, Very it's confusing. weird. Mm. Affluent New Yorker life is completely separated from our own. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I watch, I mean, I watch Real Housewives of New York as, like, to study rich socialite New Yorkers. Um, right. But I can't say I know anything about them. I'm just, like, an anthropologist. Via <laughs> Bravo. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, yes. Um, and anth- an anthropologist? Hell yeah. I mean, Ooh. Carrie says in the first episode that she is a sexual anthropologist. Um, but I guess that makes me a socialite anthropologist. I don't yeah. know. 
I've been Something watching. Like that. I mean, do they, okay. they do they have as much sex on Real Housewives as I've been led to believe over the years? I've never seen an episode, but I feel like it's a show where there's a lot of sex that happens. No, there's not a lot of sex. There's a lot of implied sex. Oh, uh, okay. But they're, they're all married, aren't yeah. they? Like, aren't they all just like married to people who probably work like eighty hours a week? Um, no, because a lot of them surprise. It's deceiving. A lot of them aren't actually married, and even if they are, they probably have marriage issues, so they're not oh, having sex. Okay. It's like the single girls, which like seeing a bunch of people. Or there was that time that Luann had sex with a pirate. <laughs> I, uh, wait, is this on Real Housewives, or do you mean like Luann King of the Hill? No, Real Housewives. Oh! Yes. She was married to a count, and then they got divorced, and then she started dating this guy who looked exactly like Ross from Friends. And then when they were on vacation, she allegedly fucked a guy who was dressed as a pirate, and looked like Jack Sparrow. Oh. It was iconic. Um, okay. <laughs> but we're not here to talk about the Real Housewives. That would be the post-City Girls podcast. Listen, listen, if I could, listen, I would not... I'm very gay. I'm extremely gay. Yes. If someone looked like Johnny Depp, but was not Johnny Depp, and just, like, blew my back out, I'm there for that. I mean, I wasn't against it, but she did cheat on, um, French, <laughs> French Ross from Friends boyfriend. Hmm. I mean, if he's Ross from Friends, who can really say if that's, you know, <laughs> yeah, bad or not? Yeah, a break. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> bing was there really never a Friends uh, Sex in the City crossover? Were those like two completely different time? They times? aired at the no. same time. Those were the same time. That's wild. Because they, they both aired for sure 9-11. Was... Well, we've talked about it before. <laughs> it's like, they're both set in New York. So like they both, you know, had to have an aftermath of that. So, But neither of them ever spoke about it. That's a, that's no. a great thing. It's both of them were set in New York during 9-11 and never spoke about it. In the, in the universe of Friends, Joey Tribbiani is the one who said that Mark Wahlberg quote about if he had been on the flight, uh, on flight 93. Yes. In the universe of Friends, Joey Tribbiani wore an FDNY shirt right after 9-11 and presumably used it to pick up chicks. <laughs> I believe it. Yes. <laughs> There's literally, like, right after it happened, there's, like, a scene of him and he's wearing an FDNY shirt. And everyone's like, why would he be wearing that? Like, he's not a firefighter. So he's that probably... Feels like, that, feels, that feels like an always sunny plotline, and I kind of think it's I kind of think it's hilarious. <laughs> it's a lot. It was it's definitely... mentioned on the show. There was, like, an After Hours episode about it. Oh, it was great. Anyway. God. Anyway. Yeah, Carrie's, like, constantly buying gifts for people's registries. And so this time she's going to, like, a baby party for someone she knows with Stanford. Yeah. Yeah, this is the thing. When they actually go to the party, like, so they say it's a baby shower. But, the like. The baby's born! Yeah! So it's a baby shower, but, like, it's clearly at night. And, like, everyone's having cocktails. It's all very swanky. And she's already had the baby. And there's just all kinds of people there. Like, there's so many people there. Like, it's definitely, it just is not the vibe of there's, ever had at any baby shower. It's a loud party. There's adults drinking. There's smoking joints. Yeah. I was like, you're really smoking a joint with your children upstairs? Mm-hmm. Like, at the very least, take it outside. Yeah. It's yeah, wild true. Like, to me. If my parents would hypothetically smoke a joint, they would smoke a joint outside. Yeah. I just don't like, understand that, like, okay, so the whole 
thing about this party is that like they make Carrie take off her shoes. They make everyone take off their shoes at the party. But then they're also smoking inside. So I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't, under- well, I feel like that's the, just the shoes. The shoes for the, the reason they say for the shoes is specifically that the kids will take them and like bang them around and get dirt everywhere. Do the kids like, not breathe? I guess. <laughs> like yeah right i just i just feel like those are two things that are both like if you have kids around things like i don't know i feel like if you're not gonna allow shoes you would definitely not allow smoking oh like, and especially yeah. not smoking marijuana yeah yes. you think i mean like yeah if i because i mean i don't like shoes in my house um because i'm a Same. normal person yeah uh, and also like who wants to wear shoes but but Car- but carrie like pitches a fit about it because she's like this is an outfit, though. Yeah. <laughs> and then she but, says, one of my favorite... Oh, sorry, go on. I was just going to say, for, like, a party, yeah, you kind of have people wearing shoes, and, like, you just clean up after. Also, these kids are running around the party as well, and it's clearly, like, late at night, and it's an adults-only party. It's very strange. Yeah, yeah uh, it's before, before they actually get to the party, Stanford says some line that she, that he says, like, I almost turned my sister into a gay man, which was another line that made me feel like I got shot. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was a lot. I can't even remember what the context was. I just remember him saying that, and I'm like, okay. Turfs will screenshot that and say, wow, Sex in the City was so ahead of its time. God. <laughs> God. I think it was like, because he listened to some album over and over again that was right. like, yeah, that sounds right. But, yeah. I mean, to be honest, I, like, d- that does not a gay man make. My mother no. made me watch fucking Judy Garland movies constantly. <laughs> I'm very much not a gay man. Um, so yeah, I was that. Yeah, that line confused me. Um, but yeah, it's Kira and Chad. It's their party. I don't know why they're serving martinis at a baby shower, but with little rubber babies in them. Yeah, it's yeah. olives. Go off, I suppose. Um, and yeah, they ask Carrie to take off her shoes, and she's like, "Ugh." And yeah, like, no, oh, and then she, so, says, so... she says a really good line, which is, "If I don't know, I was going to be shoeless, I'd have compensated with a big hat." Yes, and she's <laughs> also like, "Oh, I'm so tiny. I'm going to hit my head on a coffee table." Which, like, you're Sarah Jessica Parker. You're like fucking five foot tall. You are tiny. Yeah, she I'm is sorry. tiny. I'm sorry, Steph. She's tiny. You're she's tiny. tiny. She's taller than me. So. I do feel like, like, I am the kind of person who extremely just, like, it's, I would be extremely weirded out if people were like, oh, yeah, shoes on in the house. Like, it always weirds me out when people are just, like, in TV shows are wearing shoes inside. But, like, at a party, it seems kind of weird when there's a lot of people around. Like, I don't know. I feel like every party I've been to that has more than, like, 10 people at it, you just walk around with your shoes on, I feel like. Yeah, except, like, when I'm drunk, I will take my shoes off. That's, that's valid. Yeah, that's very fair. I've been to, like, two parties mm. in my life, um, but I can't remember about shoes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> valid. Most of, my party, most of my partying was done in college. And that's by valid. that, I mean I went to one party, drank, drank beer for the first time at age, 18, at age 18, said, oh, this is not very good, and then went home. Yeah! <laughs> also, like, did you notice that um, she's wearing, like, a green... Carrie's wearing, like, a green and pink dress, and she looks like... She looks like fucking, fucking Lilymon Digimon. She looks like Mascara. 
oh yeah she just like that maybelline the great lash mascara i only say that because that's <laughs> also the mascara i use mm. um, she, Steph, did cute. you just did, did you reference uh fucking the digimon who i can't remember off the top of my head yeah or... she looks like lilymon yeah it's yeah it's not lilymon but it's something god i i should know that i know it evolves into togemon but i do not know what it's, what it's oh palmon palmon's the yes. first one and then like i was thinking of like the ultimate form Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I know what you mean. I know what you yeah. mean. Yeah, yeah, because it's just like green and pink. And Digimon heads rise up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Digimon stands, makes some noise. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, but that's pretty much it for now. Um, we go to Miranda, and she and okay, this is also strange. This episode had so much like I just didn't understand. So she is her and like people in her apartment complex are interviewing potential like buyers yeah well it seems like it's a place where people like buy oh i don't know yeah they're interviewing them yeah it's like a board meeting yeah which is weird because like motherfucker if you can put the money down you get the fucking place (laughs) yeah this the tenants don't get to decide who moves in anywhere that i've ever lived like like i've lived in a few a few condos before like with my parents and like they don't have anything to do with who moves in like it's just that doesn't make any sense that yeah i I, is she like on the the board of executives for her fucking for her for her apartment complex yeah maybe this is a very very rich white people thing but i have never fucking heard of it it must be yeah like the, the most i've heard is like you know, you you do a, a fucking lease application, uh, a rental application, which yeah. also by the, which also by the way, absolute bullshit to exist. Mm. Oh, yeah, like absolutely. you have like a homeowners like association or a tenancy like association. Yeah. Where, by like, the way, to have, clarify, go on. I was just gonna say like you have meetings and stuff, but you can't interview people for like who can yeah. like if he can put the money down, he gets the place. Mm-hmm. I was just gonna say renters' applications are largely okay conceptually i guess except for the part where you have to fucking pay for them which is mm. that's horseshit some of the most horseshit yeah it's like hey sorry you didn't get this place you're out 50 bucks bye yeah fuck that yeah. shit it's like paying for applications to universities it's like wait you're fucking kidding me right like i have to pay to apply and then what if i want to apply to like five schools and every application is like a hundred dollars like what the fuck is that yeah that's a big thing with like drama schools like if you just want to go to a university you have to pay like one fee to apply to say like five but if mm-hmm. you want to apply to drama schools you have to pay like up to about 80 quid just to audition that's fucked. um so yeah it's uh really shady uh i hate that don't pay like you shouldn't have to pay to uh, apply anywhere really right. um yeah i uh, i have to pay and if you do get your money back if you don't get in yeah i um i have to pay for an application because i'm trying to go back to school in the fall which is gonna be real fun to try and figure out like how to balance like living expenses along with like you know i hey adding more to my student loans but you know what i'm gonna come out of it with a degree and i'm gonna figure it out then because i'm gonna have a big math degree and i'm gonna use my big math brain to figure out how to commit tax fraud or something and get Fuck yeah <laughs> you're so valid oh my god yeah, don't forget, you also good. have to you also have to pay to graduate as well yeah. <laughs> which is Ooh. fucking bullshit like are you kidding me but anyway uh when that has i nothing get to do my with ba in acting i will use it to um um, commit tax fraud you have to yeah. lie like any <laughs> self-respecting actor i will be self-employed which means i can very easily commit tax fraud and i'm very terrified of getting caught 
<laughs> which is like messing up a form. I can't do it. Um, but yeah, they're interviewing tenants, and who walks in? But I've been, I've been waiting for this one. Finally, you're here, bitch. You've been. I think you've mentioned Doctor, him every single episode. <laughs> Doctor Robert Fucking Lee. Finally, you're here, bitch. You got a dollar. I love him. He's, he's good. My king. He's he's pretty. He looks good. Like Miranda is immediately like pussy dripping from this, and uh-huh. uh, I do not blame her. No, like <gasps> it, I get it. He's sexy. He's a doctor. Like she, like th- she just left. She just left like that couch with a stain on it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> she did, and so Charlotte, she should. Charlotte and Miranda are dealing with the same problem, which is staining couches. <laughs> <laughs> But you're right. God, yeah. he's a doctor for the Knicks. Like he's he's got like a good job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He he's got a good they job. Flirt a bit he's very about, handsome, like, Mr. Blair Underwood, yeah. our first man of color. Where it's not the the main plot is not that he is black. He just happens to be black. And because Blair Underwood said, "I will not be on your show if you're trying to make me do a like a storyline about race. I will just be there." Mm-hmm. And they were like, "Okay, cool, king shit." Thank God. Absolute king shit. Yeah. Um, so so they like they try and like do an interview with him as a tenant, and before he walked before he walked in and was sexy, Miranda was like, Alright, let's get this in and out five minutes. I got a sick kid downstairs. He's got smallpox. And then as soon as the guy walks in, they're He's like got chicken pox, not smallpox. He's not a fucking Victorian <laughs> child. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> my, my notes say smallpox for so I was like, reason. wait, those aren't the same, right? <laughs> no. no. They're not. They're not. I just have I, I just like my brain just broke. You're valid. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think they were the same, but I was like, I'm pretty sure it was chicken pox. <laughs> you were fucking I'm not a spirit scientist. I'm not a biologist. I'm a fucking you have chicken pox and smallpox are the same. Well, Sarah said <laughs> smallpox in- instead of chicken pox by accident. They're so, they're extremely not the same. Okay. <laughs> it's okay, Steph. Dumb bitches rise up. Look, I don't know shit about health or biology or anything related to that, so I'm Steph, normal. Steph min-maxed uh, uh, her entire character sheet. Everything she knows is chemistry, and, the, and she knows everything else is a dump stat. Yes, literally. literally. It's, it's, it's why like, she's it's why she's so it's why she's so short. She just took all of her points for height and put them into chemistry. <laughs> chemistry and Pokemon and that's it. <laughs> I mean all, all of your points all of your points are in chemistry, Pokemon, and liking Riverdale. Yes. <laughs> and you have like a little subclass of um the homestuck. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah, true. <laughs> but yeah, you'll die if you get smallpox. Um yeah. Generally. <laughs> yeah, he has chicken pox, so she wants to, to get him down fast, but he walks in, and lo and behold, she's like, oh, fuck, this guy's sexy, and uh, they flirt about sports a bit, like, he's like, oh, I'm I'm the doctor for the Knicks, and she's like, I'm a baseball person, and I don't remember the words they said, they were all about sports. She said, but- yeah, it's like, she's a Yankees fan, and he's like, oh, I can't, I Wow, I, I should have guessed, and because it implied imply he's a Mets fan. Uh, let's go Mets, baby. Love the Mets. <laughs> Love the Mets. Love the Mets. Miranda said hate the Mets. Steph? Yeah. Cut out for a sec. Oh, you cut out on me. Yeah. <sighs> uh, what were you going to say? <laughs> oh, I just said Miranda said hate the Mets, but... Miranda said fuck the Mets. Yeah. And he supports the Mets, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, that's and the only thing I know that about them. <laughs> then we stand Dr. Robert Leeds even more. We do. Yeah. But yeah, yeah but so then, she like keeps she keeps like interrupting the other like woman when she tries to talk to him. She's like, uh, I'm not finished. <laughs> anyway, so um yeah, it was really nice seeing you. Like <laughs> and she's all laughing at his jokes and everything. Um and then she sees him out and like no one else wants him. Yeah. She turns around and like does does like the thing of like after you go on a date and close the door on someone just like putting your back to the door and being like, He's perfect. And then everyone else is like, No, there's some financial issues. He's never rented before. He's got alimony payments. And then uh Miranda's just like, I think we all know what the unspoken thing here is. And mm-hmm. everyone in the room is like, it's unspoken, but like the implication is that everyone else is like, oh shit, are we just being like this black? And then Carrie <laughs> tries to do the voiceover, and it's uh, the real issue was that Miranda was very horny. Yeah, <laughs> I, pretty much. I can't believe she played the race card like legit. Like I know people say that, but like she did, and she literally what? did. She did. She that. did do that. that. She did that. To get fucked, and I support her. Yeah, I support she, she her because she did to, get him in. She did have to a get her wall, get her back blown out, and b to give to give uh, housing to this man. Yeah, so icon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't know. I put, like he's also a doctor. Like alimony payments that are kind of high. Like he, I'm sure he's making bank. He works he's for the a fucking Knicks. For the Knicks. Yeah, yeah. He's not just a doctor. He's a doctor for the fucking Knicks. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> But, all right. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he has enough money. Like, mm-hmm. it's okay. Like, yeah, okay. He's pretty honestly, paying I would, honestly, if I was them, I would be like, why is this guy moving in here? Like, can, that, can, the, can the doctor for the Knicks not afford a nicer apartment? I mean, I guess <laughs> Does he nice not apartment. have a mansion? Like, what? <laughs> like, I guess it's not He should be, like, Charlotte's neighbor. I guess it's not that bad in an apartment complex. Everyone else who was at the board meeting looked like they were, like, moneyed. And Miranda is a well-off lawyer. Yeah, she's, yeah. like, a well-off corporate lawyer in New York. So, I mean, everyone is fine. But mm-hmm. with, like, a nanny as well and everything. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm pretty sure, like, it's fine. And he seems nice. We do we do stand doctors now. I know we've said bad stuff about doctors in the past. I still hold those complaints, but I still stand Dr. Robert Leeds. And doctors as a whole are fine. Listen, to be um, fair... Doctors, this- listen, fuck doctors, but also, listen, sometimes they got wide fingers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Since he's a doctor for the Knicks... It's he doesn't even get the opportunity to like treat women badly about he- their health. So it's literally only like fit athlete men. So yeah. like he probably and hasn't had done anything problematic. No, and I mean he's black, so he's probably um you know understands his black patients and doesn't ignore them when they tell him that they're in pain. Mm-hmm. So you know I'm down. Yeah, yeah. He's, he seems good so far. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I think this is good. So this is the best Miranda story has been in a long time. And I'm down. <laughs> I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah, this um, is a really good Miranda story. Especially because like, all the episodes I've been listening to lately, and you, you guys have just been like, yeah, they're kind of writing Miranda off for this last season. They're not really doing much with her. Yeah, pretty much. It's like, this whole season for her sucks. Like, it, mm-hmm. I don't know. This is basically the high point of the season for her. So I'm like, get it. Get, get yeah. fucked. Get, get, get I just said get can. fucked. But I mean, like, you know, get fucked. Like, hell yeah. Like, do it. And he's um, her best boyfriend, really. Out of, I mean, 
compared uh, compared to Skipper and Steve. Oh yeah, truly, she did some fucking stinkers. <sighs> yeah. Um, but speaking of good men, we got Harry. Yeah, he's got a couple habits that are. Uh, so okay, so he's got this habit of like he drinks a lot of tea, and he does take the tea bag out of the cup, which is good because a lot of people will just let it sit there for like forever. And I'm like, honey, your tea's gonna be bitter as fuck. Take that bag out. But he takes it out and he puts it just on the table wherever he is. Who yeah. among us? listen i try as hard as i can i i'm not like this i try as hard as i can to find a receptacle for my tea bag but sometimes i ain't got one i don't have a trash bag i don't have uh anything i just you know i was like okay let's take it out i would never do it with such reckless abandon as he does which is just like doing it absent-mindedly but he does do a very it's not like he even looks for a garbage can i will like get up to throw it out or like I'll, I'll normally have like a box of kleenex or something near me where i'll like maybe just put it on that instead so it's not like just getting the table all wet yeah i mean just put it in the bin yeah i mean there, he's um, at home so like there like, is there are bins i am british so i feel like i'm the authority on tea here um spill it i'm gonna spill it it's <laughs> piping hot hunty don't worry about it um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, like, whenever I make a cup of tea, you kind of just stir it and you chill out, like, while it's brewing, and then you throw it in the bin. It's not that big of a deal. Although, I guess, like, in the UK, we have electric kettles, so it really does, it takes, like, a minute to make a cup of tea. So, to leave it to brew is only, like, two minutes, as opposed to if you're boiling it on a kettle on the stove. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I only ever use an electric kettle when I make tea. I don't personally have an electric kettle, but I, I, I have experienced them, and they are very good. Was- they are. Every I every British household has a kettle, has an electric kettle. It's just the way things are done. Um, And they always... I love, My favorite fact is that the fucking electrics, like, the power surges during the breaks on Coronation Street because everyone goes to make a cup of tea. Like, <laughs> this country should burn to the ground. I fucking hate it, but that is the funniest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. It's really good. <laughs> I do love that a lot. The UK, the, the UK should absolutely burn to the ground, but there's so much about it that's just so goddamn funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, it's it's symbolic of a much worse thing, but also, like, the government coming to the public hat in hand to say, hey, if you give us a, if you give us a billion dollars, we will bong Big Ben, is extremely funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like it's the fucking Bob blah blah's Bob blah blah loves law bomb of British media of, of the British news cycle. I the other like I should do like a fucking Patreon bonus episode of my favorite British moments because my other one is when there was this child who went on like TV and she was like I want to replace the the Big Ben bong and she and they were like how and she was saying I'll sit up there and I'll go bong. <laughs> It's extremely good. <laughs> that, good for her. Reminded me of my of like my personal favorite thing that's happened in U.S. history, which was Balloon Boy. Yes, is that like Bubble Balloon Boy? Boy was, are you not familiar with Balloon Boy stuff? No, I can't wait to find out. Okay, so Balloon <laughs> Boy was this thing that happened in oh uh, god, when was it? It was like the early 2010s, um, where some dude uh, reported that he like had brought up like a uh, like a mylar balloon. Uh, into the sky, and then he was like, oh shit, my son was in there, we have to go save him. And what? then, like, they saved him, 
and then they, uh, you know, he went on, like, the, the talk show circuits, but uh, pretty quickly it came out that uh, he had not been on the balloon whatsoever, and it had all been a clever ruse just to get media attention. Yeah, he was in the what? attic, and they were like, yeah. how did you not find him, like, if he was <laughs> in your house? Um, and then that same family had, like, previously been a wife swap or something. <laughs> okay. So they were like clearly chasing fame. It was it was a moment. Uh, Demi 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 Adijuwebe, uh, as always, has done a really good uh, ver- song about it. Oh, good! I'll have to look that up after. Fantastic. <laughs> um, I'll post it in chat. Where were we? Yeah, he's leaving his tea bags around, and um, Charlotte doesn't like it, and that's literally it. And then we go um, back to Carrie. Yeah, she's still at the party with Stanford, and it's getting kind of late now. And like, it does seem like the party's kind of thinned out. Like they're all just sitting in the at the couch area now and there's mm-hmm. I don't know maybe like less than 15 people there now and yeah. her and Stanford well, this are man like, smokes a joint with his children sleeping upstairs we love that yes he does do that and Stanford's like well it's time for us to go probably it's getting kind of late and this is mm-hmm. where Carrie says they're like well it's midnight so you know and he's gay so he's just got, gonna get his night started now yes and they all chortle yeah um, so yeah they go to the door to leave and Carrie's shoes aren't there so she's obviously very, con- you know, worried, and she, like, tells Kira, the hostess, and she's like, oh, I'm sure they'll turn up somewhere. Yeah, Someone well, she, just she probably borrowed them the- accidentally. She brings it, she walks back to, like, the, the rest of the party who's still smoking that big joint, and, uh, sh- and uh, she's like, hey, my shoes are missing, and the husband just, like, takes a huge Elon Musk puff where he very obviously <laughs> did not get any smoke in his lungs, and yes. just says literally, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> he did <laughs> do lit- that! It's literally, like, so, like, if you go, like, oh, yeah, dude, like, it's like when you're, like, acting that you're smoking a joint. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, she's like, oh, wow, well, you know, the, uh, she says, like, some woman was wearing sandals, so maybe she put them, like, how do you accidentally put on someone else's shoes? Especially if they have, like, well, these ones didn't have any kind of, like, clasp or anything, so it's not like they'd have to, like, do them up, but still, yeah, literally no idea. Mm-hmm. I, this is, this being unresolved felt like a, re- like, I can't believe this didn't get resolved in some, like, roundabout way by the end of it. I like, thought I it was going to be the kid I or something. I expected, like, Carrie to find out, like, that Kyra stole the shoes, or that, like, one of the kids had taken it hot to yeah. hit them, and, like, hid them yeah, somewhere. Yeah, that- that would make sense if, like, because she has a little girl, or, so, like, maybe, or, I mean, maybe her son, I don't know, but she has, like, a girl that keeps coming up. Yeah. Or, like, maybe she took them to play like with or something. Um, they're, pretty, they're very pretty. Yeah. Yeah. This reminds me of a situation that happened to me when I was very young. Um, when I was, like, less than five years old, I went over to my next door neighbor's house to play, and I brought my favorite stuffed animal. And oh, no. she. She had one of those, like, teddy bears that you could, like, unzip and zip up. And it was like, she was like, oh, well, what if we put him inside here? And I'm like, well, I don't know. Okay, sure. And then when I went home, I forgot. And I got home and I'm like, oh, no, I forgot white brown at my at the neighbor's house. And my mom was like, OK, well, tomorrow we'll go ask. And we went and asked about it. And the parents were just like, ah, we haven't seen it if it shows up, I guess. And I was like way too young and way too shy to be like, well, this is where I think it was. And I just lost him forever. And my parents oh. had to replace him. He was my favorite. So they had to get Stuff, me a new... you're going to make me cry. They had to get me a new white brown. And I still have him today. 
I'm glad I've you brought- wrote the new one, but now I'm really sad. I know, but I yeah. have had this white. I have had this white brown since I was like five. So that's like 24 years. <laughs> well, that's but yeah. Good. It was, yeah. tr- but that's like the same situation of the parents being like, "Oh, I don't know, mm, I guess it'll turn up," and I'm like, "That was my, that was that dog was worth four hundred and eighty-five emotional dollars." Uh- yeah, like <laughs> I'm, I feel like because my mom, I was watching the episode of my mom, and she said that someone stole her shoes when she was a kid. Like I feel like we all knew kids who were like little kleptomaniacs, um, because children have no idea what morals are. But, like, an adult? Yeah, I really, I don't understand who at the party would have done that. Like, even if you were high off your ass because you were, like, smoking the fat doink, like, you're still not going to put on the wrong shoes. Especially considering, like, Carrie Bradshaw is a very diminutive woman. She probably has very small feet. So, like, you're not going to, you're not going to be able to, like, stuff your foot in there. So there she she could have so e- this could have so easily turned into like a fun noir episode of Carrie like doing like some dete- some like very de- some very simple detective work for the for like True. ten minutes of the episode. Yeah, she so when she goes to like so yeah so Carrie gives her some like shitty muddy old plimsolls to walk home in, and Carrie's obviously very upset, and she goes to lunch with the girls and she tells them and she's like. And they point out, like, someone with the same size feet had to have stolen them. Uh-huh. Because why would you steal shoes that you can't wear? Although Samantha says they're probably in a pawn shop. Like, Carrie points out they're, like, brand new. She just worn them for the first time. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Yeah, and they're, like, some of her favorite shoes. Like, she has a lot of shoes, but she made a point to be, like, I really, really loved these ones. Like, these were mm-hmm. really special ones that I liked a lot, so. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the girls are fuming, obviously. Samantha especially, because she hates yeah. children. She hates um, children. She posts on r slash child free every day. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I fully expected her to call a child crotch spawn at some point in this, <laughs> in this episode. I'm surprised she didn't accuse the child of theft. Uh, although, what I did love was that Miranda was like, you know, you can hold her legally responsible for this. Like, you can force her legally yeah. to buy you new shoes. <laughs> Uh, which I don't even know if that's true, but I did love that she offered it. Um, but yeah, this is where Samantha also just like is pissed off because there's a child who's running around the restaurant. <laughs> to be fair, this is probably a restaurant that you shouldn't be bringing kids to. Like, it's nice enough that it should probably be mostly adults only. Yeah. Like, I, because I mean, and yeah, Miranda's like, I would never bring Brady here. And. I, like being a sort of an only child i was in a lot of restaurants where like and like dinner parties and stuff that my parents would have like i would yeah. be the only kid there but i was also very well behaved so. same and this kid is like running around with chocolate all over his face like he's definitely yeah. not just like a kid who is like the type that you would take out to a restaurant like this like as a parent yeah. you know yeah like i would go to like a lot of weddings and dinners like that my parents and their friends would have and I would just quietly color. Like, maybe I'd cry when I got tired, and then my parents would, like, leave. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah. yeah. But, no. And Miranda's like, yeah, it's really fucking annoying. And Charlotte's like, you're not on the child's side? And Mar- Miranda's like, no, I don't like any kids except my own. <laughs> yeah. That's also Be- my mother's. Because like, like, they make a comparison that's when uh, Miranda brings up that, like, uh, 
uh, Kyra should have paid for the shoes. Uh, Miranda is like, well, yeah, if you, if like, if you had like, if she had come to a party at your house and you requested that she leave her baby at the door and the baby was missing when she went to leave, that would probably be bad. <laughs> it was yeah, such a financially compensate someone for a oh stolen child. I don't think that's how that works. It's such a Lindbergh, galaxy brain take. Family was given five hundred US dollars. <laughs> <laughs> It is just such a galaxy brain take that she has. And Charlotte's like, are you serious, Samantha? It's not the same thing. And, but, like, Charlotte's the only one who, like, feels that way. It's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> and Miranda, who has a child, is just like, yeah, yeah. fuck kids. Fuck them kids. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, yeah. And then uh, then we stop talking about Carrie for a bit. And uh, Charlotte talks about her teabag situation with Harry. And Samantha's like... I understand completely. Just breathe through your nose. <laughs> and they will look at her confused and she's like, oh, I thought we were talking about teabagging where you have balls in your mouth. Uh-huh. And they're disgusted. I'm kind which... of surprised none of them know what that is. Come on, ladies. Like, have they skills. Never? All right. Okay. But sure. Maybe they just don't know the word <laughs> like, for it. I, I, have a, I have a question. Yes. Mm-hmm. Is this in addition to the dick? No, no, you're not, not. You're not like you're not like deep throating and then distending your jaw to like get those ah. two little guys in there, <laughs> like a snake. You would, you would basically <laughs> yeah, exactly. have Just to like, do. Uh, you would have to take bones out of your jaw to do that. Listen, <laughs> like remove it. Maybe the dick's not that big. Yeah, yeah, they would have to have quite a small dick to do that. In which case, I mean, it's possible. Like you can definitely like deep throat, and then your tongue can still reach the balls. If you're like, you know, on some galaxy brain shit. Yeah, but, but getting your but getting your te- teeth down there while you're already like whole hog on the hog is going to be a little bit of a endeavor. It's a yeah. challenge, especially I- since like I was already thinking like when you were saying like, oh, the whole thing, I was thinking like it's already hard enough to get those in your mouth period i'm imagining for most people with normal sized mouths like <laughs> let alone an extra thing yeah. like that's a that's I remember a lot i told a guy once he was like oh can you deep throw and i was like kind of and he was like the balls too and i was like what the fuck do you think what? i am <laughs> anaconda what do you think i can do like what that, do you think is going on that is a question that that follow-up question is when you only ask to people who say the, who say yes to the first question definitively like no you do not say and balls to someone who says i can kind of deep throat well i mean like <laughs> yeah like i don't know i'm not a fucking i've i don't think i've done enough dick sucking unfortunately to yeah, really I've, know i've not sucked enough dick myself i'm i've decent at deep throating like a dick but that's yeah yeah you know mm. i'm good enough i'm serviceable but i've n- i've never even seen anyone do that what the fuck are you talking about? Maybe that Hold should on. be time, like something. Time Google sucking dick and balls. Oh god, sucking dick and balls. That's the kind of thing that like you'd think that like men would get would be like, oh, I saw that in porn a bunch, so I just expect people to be able to do it. Except I don't yeah. think people can do it at all, which is why you don't see it in porn. Um. So the first thing was uh, the first result was a was a Pornhub link to videos for sucking dick and balls. Uh. <laughs> and not to give this much, not to give credit to Pornhub for anything, but the second video on the page is she sucks my cock and balls to forget the coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, can you really like? I feel like it's kind of like being in the shower, where it's kind of like I don't know. Your thoughts are just free to roam. Are you thinking? (laughs) Like, are you thinking that hard? I don't know. We all need some escapism, you know. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if that made me forget about it. It's still in my mind. I feel like that's just some like if you can do that, that's like some like. That's like the kid in class who's like, I'm double jointed and yeah, does something, yeah, some fucked up shit. And you're like, please never do that again in front of me. But the thing is, I am double jointed. But you can only be double jointed. Like, double jointed in like. Are you double jointed in the mouth? <laughs> no. In my knees, yeah. like, a no- and my thumbs a bit. But like, no, I'm not a fucking snake person. I can't swallow you whole. Uh, oh, wait, have either of you read Artemis Fowl? No. Okay, never mind. There's a reference that I I know a couple of things. I've never read it either, but there's like a thing I know. There's like a thing I know about a ca- one character tangentially, which is that he can unhinge his jaws. And I was going to say that that character can suck dick and balls at the same time. Hmm. I mean, at, at what point does it become vol? I feel like you have you have to be like fully inside someone. Fifty percent or more of the body. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, all the I women will not be just... revealing my sources on this. No. Please do not um, ask. <laughs> all the women are disgusted by this. They're like, Ugh, I've lost my appetite. Like Carrie says she's lost her appetite. Like, come on, ladies. Um, but yes, pretty much the whole thing is like, she's child free. Well, Samantha's child free. Uh, Miranda hates her kid. Um, but she hates other people's kids. She loves her kid. <laughs> other people's kids. She likes her own kid. Um, but that's it. That's it. And yeah, then we cut to Harry again. And he's like, so he's in the kitchen with Charlotte. And he's like, do you know what I like living about? Fucking, I can't even speak. I'm tired. He's like, do you know what I love about living with you? And she's like, what? He's like, living with you. It's so cute. Oh, it's adorable. I love him. Mm-hmm. And she says, you know, she sort of told the girls, like, the teabag thing is bothering her. But she's trying to be less rigid. Um, but he does it again and she kind of can't really take it. So she tells him, she says it very nicely and she's like, Harry, it's just is really bothering because it, like, it, it leads stains and I don't want to stain any of the furniture. And he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. He says something like, um, you know, we moved. So they just moved in together, which is weird. Fucked up. Yeah. Um, but he says, you know, we moved into your place. Like, I don't want to be disrespectful. And she says, it's our place. That is really cute. I mean, it is their place. Uh, is there a place that she <laughs> used to live with her other husband in? But, like, it's still her place. Is there um, a place that he got for her in the divorce settlement that, that true. belonged to her husband's family? Yes. And, yeah, we stand. I love that yes. he gets to live here now. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, no, she she's very nice about it, and he's very, like, cool about it. And he's like, I've been trying to watch my bad habits, you know, like, when I'm alone, I do all sorts of shit. And she's like, well, I don't want you to, like, police yourself. And he's just like, honey, I'm like a bull in a china shop. And he does, like, these bull noises. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> again, another little mother excerpt where she went, That's that that was uncalled for. You didn't need to do that. That was uncalled for. <laughs> I didn't love it, but I don't really <laughs> care for bulls that much. Um, but. but she's like, it's our China shop. Yeah, so that's nice. It was cute. Mm-hmm. The, sorry to jump back a bit. I've just, I've been really stuck on breathe, breathe through your nose when you're sucking his balls. Like, I, like, <laughs> would that, A of all, I feel like, I've not done much ball sucking in my life, 
but like I feel like I have not had an oxygen problem when I have. Also, like if you're having a problem with getting oxygen, that would you would you not also be breathing through your nose when you suck that dick? Yeah, I feel like it's when kind you of smoke like that flesh stogie. <laughs> I feel like when you have something in your mouth, you naturally breathe through your nose. It's like eating. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I just breathe so- through my nose anyway. I think pretty yeah, much I always. Have, I, have, I have chronically not- stuffed nose, so I just hold my breath when I go diving. <laughs> <laughs> when you mow in that hay. <laughs> yeah. <Listen. laughs> um, no, I, yeah, I breathe through my nose regularly. Listen, I can only hold my breath for about a minute underwater, but under muff, too. <laughs> <laughs> you get some air bubbles. That's free diving. It's like, you know, yeah. there's people that, like, just hold their breath for, like, 30 minutes to go swimming underwater. It's like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm losing this stuff saying air bubbles because I'm just imagining like Sonic the Hedgehog style, just like big bubbles coming out of the dick. I'm just like punishing me. I'm like, if I sit in there for too long, and you're like, oh fuck. I'm just like, I'm just like really going hard on the dick, and it's just like. Yeah. Then I die. That's how I Well, that's just what happens. Yeah, that's a good way to go. <laughs> but anyways, um, the, uh, uh, fucking, uh, the next, uh, Harry just does his bowl in a china shop thing, and then, uh, Miranda has chicken pox. She does have chicken pox now. I don't understand how she got it after Brady finished having it. Like, wouldn't you get it when he had it? I guess. I, I don't know what chicken, I really, I did not have chicken pox myself, so I did not know firsthand what the whole experience is like. Mm, I had it, but I was, like, five. Yeah. I I was a baby. Oh god! I, did Miranda? I was not, a baby. I hit my. Wait, wait, wait! Did Miranda not have it as a kid? Was that like? Was there not even like a line about that? How did she get chicken pox as an adult? Did she have shingles? <laughs> I no she, idea. I think she's probably fine because she's reasonably healthy. My mom got it oh, when she was an adult from me. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm sure she's fine, but it's just like I wait. Your mom got it as an adult from you. Yeah, my mom. This happened to my mom. Actually, another thing that happens in this episode also happened to my mom. We'll get there. Um, when I had chicken pox as a baby, she caught it. And she was fine and everything. Um, but yeah, that happened. I don't know, I feel like people kind of, well, they did those, like, chicken pox parties and stuff, but I feel like people understand it a bit better now, and they're like, oh yeah, get my kid chicken pox, because they ain't gonna get it again, and it's less dangerous for them when they're a kid. Like, people are a bit more open about it, so I don't, yeah. I don't fucking know, I'm not a doctor. I don't know, I have no idea, but... <laughs> She does have it now, and uh, well, yeah, she she it's pretty mild at this point, right? Because like he meets her in the elevator, and she's like, "Oh, welcome to the building," and he's like, "Ah, I kind of figured you had something to do with me getting getting the place," and uh, she did. She's like, "You owe me big time," uh, but yeah, I guess she has like oh, sorry, a pox on her face, like she has like a chicken pox on her face in the elevator. I think that's what it is. She yeah, she has literally a pox. One pock. Yeah. One chicken pock. And please. He's like, okay, this is... <laughs> one one pock. One, hold on, one pock. All eye on me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, interrupted you. I just really had to get that one in. Go for it, Alex. That one was good, no, that that was good. Um, And yeah, so he like, he's like, oh, you need to get some like, is a chamomile lotion on that? And he like, leans in for a kiss and he's like, oh, you have a pock? Like, it's all very sexual tension. I love it. Um, <laughs> so they go up to her place and he like, dabs it on with a cotton ball and she just closes her eyes and you can like, you can hear her pussy getting wet. It's amazing. Yeah. 
extremely. Again, she just gooshes. Yeah, and he's, like, good with Brady. Like, he meets Brady and and stuff, and she's like, this is some good shit. This this yeah. shit's good. She's like, well, she says, like, it's my son. He's like, oh, you're, you're with someone? She's like, oh, no. You know, I'm single. And he's like, oh, okay. And then he, like, picks up Brady, and he's, like, holding him. He's like, oh, he looks just like you. Like, he's so cute. That's so mean. I'm for it. I ship it. I do ship it. Uh, but then, then Magda comes over and takes Brady and is like, time to take him away. And I was like, is this supposed to be like weirdly, like the way she looks at him? I, I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to tell based on her face, but it's like she gives him an extended look when she takes Brady. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I think, I mean, she's like, there's some sexual tension here. I'm going to take the baby in case you guys want to fuck. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's weird. It doesn't really get touched on again, but she takes the baby, and that's pretty much the scene. Uh, then we go back to Carrie, and Carrie has gone over to uh, the friend's place again to ask about the shoes because she's like, okay, well, just wondering if you heard anything, any heard any news about my shoes? Like, you know, yeah. maybe the person you thought accidentally took my shoes did her shoes turn up? Maybe, and the woman's like, I barely know what you're talking about excuse me <laughs> yeah she's like oh i totally forgot about that she's such a fucking cunt like she is <laughs> such an like how is this person like like this is like the this is like the disinterested attitude i i don't even know i have to make like a uh, a fucking metaphor here but i don't even know what it is she's just like so disinterested in like doing anything to help carrie and she's and then she, after like a really long awkward silence kyra's like oh i should have offered to pay i'm so sorry how much were the shoes and carrie tells her 485 dollars and then immediately kyra is like that's too much for shoes i will give you 200 dollars." and then she's like and then carrie's like but all right this is stupid like they didn't cost that i'd rather you don't pay me anything and she's like well you know some of us make better choices like i just think that's too much money to spend on shoes like i have an actual life because i have (gasps) kids it's like, this is the wild. woman people on Our Child Free fucking talk about. It's like, this is every mother. <laughs> yeah, it's horrifying. She's The amount that she doesn't feel guilty about this is fucking wild to me. Like, even if you were like, wow, that's way too much money to spend on shoes. Like, I personally think, okay, like, yeah, close to $500 for one pair of shoes is way more than I would ever spend on shoes in my life. But if yeah. someone had lost $500 worth of, like, something that they brought to my house... I would feel so fucking guilty. Like, I would feel so bad and trying to do my best to be like, well, let me help you find them. Like, let me call everyone who came to the party and figure out if they, like, know anything. And, and like, if nothing turns up, being like, well, I'm going to have to replace this for you because you were at my house and I told you to take off the shoes. Like, you wouldn't have taken, taken them off otherwise. So, yeah, I would bullshit. be absolutely mortified if someone's um, possessions got stolen from my house specifically mm-hmm. when i asked them to remove them like i would be horrified yeah i'd be that's and, shitty you know so apologetic and like oh please let me like reimburse you or help you find it like calling everyone who was at the party and being like what the fuck happened yeah it kind of reminds me of this one time when i was like i think i was like 19 at the time or something and i went to this party and i left my f- phone somewhere and like someone took it outside for some reason and dropped it and smashed the screen and then just put it back inside and like left it on the counter and I'm like 99% sure I knew who it was but he just completely denied it and like didn't do 
anything whatsoever to like you know help me maybe like get fix the screen or or like buy a new phone or anything and I'm like this was like when I was 19 so like it was like an iPhone 3 or something like that but like just your the friend, amount your that friends be- have betrayed you your friends have de- ha- your friends have not been nice to your property over the years well, first off what was it brown friends. what was the name what was its name brown white white brown <laughs> white brown sorry I got it backwards um I I love the naming convention by the way because I I also have some stuffed animals from when I was about that age uh one of them is a white polar bear named White Bear, and I the other one it. is a pig named Piggy. <laughs> oh, perfect! That's so cute! Yeah, no, but see, the thing is, none of these people are people I would consider, like, I don't talk to any of them now, but, like, even at the time, like, one of them was, like, my neighbor who I barely knew, and then this is a person who, um, whose dad is a cop, and who just is a terrible person from everything I know about him, and I haven't talked to him in, like, a decade, so, Yeah. My actual friends are great. Stuff? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you guys cut out for me, too. I said my actual friends are great. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> but, but, no, fuck great friends. Um, yeah, that's awful. She's just not apologetic, apologetic at all and, like, blatantly shames Carrie. And, act like, she's better than her because she has kids when Carrie doesn't want that. And even if she does, like, why? Because it, yeah. it's the, the thing. The, the, if the, Carrie did want to have uh, a husband and kids, right? Which she's kind of alludes to that, like she would like that. Shaming her for not having that is even fucking more horrible of a thing to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the the line that makes me ab- that maybe absolutely just fucking lose it was the where uh, Carrie's like, Kyla, you know how much Manolos cost. You used to buy them. You used to wear them yourself. And then Kyla says, I used to wear Manolos before I had a real life. Yeah. Yeah. I think the one that just knocked me dead was a little bit later in the episode when Carrie's – when she says, oh, yeah, no, I, I completely forgot about that a few days ago. Oh, and Carrie's yeah. like, yeah, no, I haven't. I've been thinking about it a lot. And she's like, well, you must have a lot more time on your hands than oh, I do. Oh, yeah, that made I me was so like, mad. The, I was I livid. Think, <laughs> yeah. I didn't think about how mad that line made me because it was immediately followed by Milo pants on, penis to stay in the bathroom. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I if if I were Carrie, I think I would have pulled this woman's hair. Like I would have just yanked it very hard. Well, Carrie is actually um, trying to be very like diplomatic about this so far. Like the whole the first like three quarters of the episode, actually, right up until like the very last scene, she is trying to be as reasonable as possible about this. Like she's not like she's like no, I don't want to like legally hold her accountable for this. She has generally been a really nice person before. I'm gonna just ask politely. I don't want her to give me like two hundred dollar i don't like she originally even when she offers her money is like no don't give me money like she's trying to be very polite about it and every at every turn this woman is so passive aggressive i'm not as polite as carrie i would have said i would have removed my earrings and um said please take your children upstairs so i can physically fight you um like i would not the be fucking, happy like, about first of scene of kill bill and, yeah, she's allowed to <laughs> she's allowed to make her own purchases with her own money that she worked for at the end yeah. like, we all like carrie spends too much money on shoes whatever but at the end of the day it's her own money she's it's not like it would be worse if she had kids and she bought them well yeah, yeah like, like she doesn't she, have to put money pays on her that. bills yeah if she, she had she kids taxes, it was probably hopefully um, <laughs> she's Bradshaw definitely self-employed, so she probably fraud. doesn't. <laughs> Carrie Bradshaw Carrie goes, has committed tax fraud. Carrie Bradshaw <laughs> goes to jail for tax fraud, and the feds are very excited because the, it, because like Al Capone, it was the only thing they could nail her to the wall for. <laughs> <laughs> 
she did commit tax fraud, that would be like the least of my worries in terms of her crimes. Yeah, that, I, that's very fair. Oh, yeah, she's mm-hmm. done worse than that, really. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Carrie walks off and is like, wow, fuck you. Um, so she calls Miranda and she's like, this fucking bitch, you know, going on a rant about it. Miranda has full blown chicken pox now. Mm-hmm. And she's watching um, episodes of, uh, what was the show? Jules, Jules and Mimi. Mimi. Jules was- and Mimi. Which is a, which is a, uh, according to Google, uh, it was a, uh, like, uh, based on a show called Bob and Rose. Are you familiar <laughs> yes. with, are you familiar with that show, Alex? Uh, no, I've never heard of it. I Googled it when, like, the references to Jules and Mimi first came up. Uh-huh. And apparently it was like, this thing was that he was gay, but they were still having a relationship. That's... Wild. <laughs> it was very 90s Britain. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. She's loving it. She's so happy that there's yeah. a Jules and Mimi marathon. She's been on her couch all weekend because she has chicken pox. Because she has the pox. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This was, this was a show that Russell T. Davies created. Probably like one of the last things he did before he went to work on uh, Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah. Like, it feels like the Russell T. Davies shows that he worked on that aren't Doctor Who is like. What did he do? He did like teach or something. He did the he did the grand queer as folk, the second coming, mine all mine, and Casanova. Yes, I remember Casanova. Um, yeah, it's very like BBC sitcom or like Channel Four, like nineties Channel Four when they were like just over their like edginess. Like they came in very edgy, and then they were like, "We're so, we're a little bit edgy, so we're gonna have an inter interracial couple." Um, you know. It was the 90s. Bear. I mean, at this point, it's like 2003, but we yeah. still had that 90s mentality. Um, but yeah, she's ha- she's like all of us. She's stuck inside and binge watching TV. Mm-hmm. Except for, uh. for her, it's only been like one weekend. And she's like, oh, thank God I would have died otherwise. But let's be real. Discord didn't exist back then. And neither did like the Nintendo Switch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Animal Crossing Animal Crossing was but a twinkle in Shigeru Miyamoto's eyes. Yeah. <laughs> she True. couldn't even, like, text her friends. She had to phone them. What if there was an episode where Miranda got GameCube? Oh, I would... She would be a gamer. I stand that. Mm-hmm. I, wish Mar- I, I wish Miranda would get GameCube and then go to a Melee tournament. Oh my god. And she would win. <laughs> Sex, Sex in the City modern day uh, fucking Samantha winds up sucking Mango's dick. Mm, no. <laughs> no. Fine, fine. Axe. I don't know who he lo- what he looks like. No, uh, I don't know. Ask Matt. I'm sure, I'm sure Matt will have a photo. Matt, Matt, will, Matt will show you. Okay. Not, he who's, plays Pikachu. Uh, okay. okay. Who's, the, who's the gamer we like? Sonic Fox? Sonic Fox, yes. We yeah. love Sonic yeah. Fox. Okay, Samantha becomes uh, friends with them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that'd be good. I thought you were going to say Samantha fucks Sonic Fox, and I was like, I think they're gay, but... No, I know... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I say I think they're gay, like, as if they didn't... Don't just tweet, I'm gay, and that's a... And they would say I'm we gay, should, and should. Samantha would be like fabulous. Love that for you. Yeah. And we, should all take a, we should all take a lesson from Sonic Fox's book and tweet, I'm gay. We should. I would love it if, because Carrie has Stanford and uh, Charlotte has Anthony and Samantha could just have Sonic Fox. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's Pride Month, so like maybe we should all just tweet, I'm gay. I think we should. <laughs> think about it. Like Little Nas uh-huh. X as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Get Little, Little, Little Nas X goes on Sex in the City too. The TV show <laughs> sequel, not the movie. Yeah. 
I love yes. it. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, then we get our question. Yes. Uh, the question is like, oh, have we had it right all along? When did we stop being free to be you and me? Ugh. Like, it's like she's oppressed. <laughs> <laughs> she is. Child-free, right. Yeah, she she really feels like she's being oppressed for being single and, like, her choices aren't valid. Um, I mean, her friend was rude to her, but it's not like she's not free to be like that. Like, I don't I don't know what she's yeah, saying. You're not, getting, you're not getting, like, killed in the street, Carrie. Um, the most oppressed and abused person in America is the single white woman. Mm-hmm. Um, well, no, sad. no, no. For- First, first is gamer. Second is single white woman. Yes, <laughs> single white woman living in Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, then we go to back to Charlotte and Harry, and he's naked. He is completely fully he nude, and dick he's vibing and balls out mm-hmm. naked. He is stark bollock naked. He is fully naked. It's kind of um, king shit, honestly. It is. Yeah. It's real good. He's like dancing and singing, and he's just in the kitchen, like whoop a doop a doop, gonna get my drink. And Charlotte's just like, "Oh, are you about to take a shower?" He's like, "I don't know, in a little while." <laughs> and he just like grabs an apple and sits down and starts watching TV. Yeah, he just sits his bare ass down on a chair, and Charlotte's just watching him, like, "Okay, like, okay." Edna, maybe I can't speak on this. I would say I would be if I were. With someone and they were walking around the house naked, I'd be a hundred percent for it. Like I want to see my loved, you know, my significant other. I want to see them naked, obviously. Um, but yeah, I get the sitting down on stuff part. But then, yeah, I mean, no, absolutely. Like, I, I, if I'm, if I, it went in the in the in the future someday. If 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 there is a future, I, and I'm and I own a, if it is a future in which I own a home or, or of some variety that I can just walk around naked. Uh, I will be carrying a towel with me everywhere I go to put it down on things. Mm. Yeah. I was going to say, though, that I am problematic. So sometimes, I, all the time, I will never, unless I'm on my period, I really won't wear underwear, like, at home. Um, so if I am wearing a dress and I sit down and I'm not wearing underwear, risky. Yeah. However, it probably long enough to cover up my pussy. Um, but like full dick out naked? I don't know. Sitting down? Yeah, a towel. Do the nudist thing of have a towel. Yeah, it really depends on what you're sitting on too. Cause like, for example, we have the world's shittiest couch in our apartment and there's like bits of the like plastic flaking off of it where I sit and it just sucks ass. And like, first of all, I don't really like the idea of sitting on any kind of like non-fabric couch, just pussy out. Cause it just like seems like you're, I don't know, like you could leave like a sweat stain on in the shape of your ass just like on can the you, you know in the summer when you have like a leather couch like can you imagine sitting your bare pussy yeah, on that I, terrible. I, I have a i have a like uh i, I don't think it's actual leather but like it, it feel it's probably like foam i don't know what the fuck it is it's some kind of couch um and or not it's a computer chair that i have and I will sometimes just get out the shower and just sit in front of my computer for a little bit. And then when I stand up, there is just like an ass print on the seat <laughs> for the rest of the day. Yeah. I like wearing underwear and nothing else. I fully understand to just like sit down on something. But otherwise, 
I don't really I don't really want to put my bare ass on anything unless it's like fabricy. Yeah. And like a soft fabric too. Like the the sofa I have is like kind of itchy, which is fine if you're wearing clothes, but I'm wearing shorts and it's like my skin is very delicate and I can only be touched by silks or like soft cotton. Um <laughs> I, so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And uh, it's, it's, it's risky. I need y'all to take the wheel. I need y'all to take the wheel for the rest of the episode because Evernote just went down and my notes are there. Oh, Oh, (laughs) we'll guide you. Uh, Charlotte doesn't even say anything at this point because she's just like, okay, he's ass out. But we do see clips of him like throughout the day. So it's not like, oh yeah, I'm going to take a shower soon. It's like he's naked. And then we see a clip of him later, like, in front of the computer, just naked, sitting on the chair. And then we see him again, like, naked in another room. So he's just, he, he is just continuously naked for hours, which seems a little bit chilly. But I guess if they have, like, a well-temperature regulated apartment or yeah. condo or whatever, it's fine. I mean, I don't know. I'd be, if it were me, I'd be like, baby, get your dick out. Like, I love you. Mm-hmm. That's my general, you know. But, like, yeah, maybe, maybe sit on a towel or, like, boxes is fine, yeah. too. Um. Yeah, but, that'd be yeah. fine. <laughs> then Carrie uh, phones Kira, and she's already yeah. This is again when she like she's she calls her again. She's like, "Oh, Carrie, all oh, the shoes." Yeah, I already forgot about that. I've just been so busy. You must have a lot of time on your hands. Yeah, and then she gets kind of interrupted before Carrie can even say anything. Like, if Carrie was gonna say something rude, she can't because she's like, oh, she has to parent. This is Sarah mentioned it. What she said, something about like penis is only out in the bathroom or something like that. <laughs> to her My kid. little pants yeah. on, penis is stay in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> And then, so she has to put the phone down for a second and Carrie's just like sitting there with silence. And then the daughter picks up the phone and just like says like nonsense and then hangs up on Carrie. Well, she's like, yeah. Santa? And then yeah. Carrie's like confused. And then when she Carrie's talks, like, she, and then we Carrie, see, like, we cut, oh, go on, sorry. I was just gonna say like, we cut to her talking to Charlotte and she's like, do you know what? I am Santa. Yeah, that's also literally what I was, thinking, what I was gonna say, so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> our minds... <laughs> but th- but then she just, like, goes Santa. On, she goes on a huge rant about how like she's bought uh over two thousand dollars worth of gifts for this friend over the years of like wedding for her life choices. <laughs> yeah, her yeah. life choices of getting married and having kids, which is extremely a valid complaint. Like you've spent this much money on someone. I mean, like it. I guess if it's someone you're genuinely like good friends with, it shouldn't feel like a burden. I think, but like yeah, if you're, because like it's- Charlotte's like, oh, I'm like you know, I know you you bought stuff for me, and she's like, that's fine, like. You're my friend. I love you. I'm happy to buy that stuff. But like, yeah, two grand on someone you barely know. I mean, she knows her, yeah. but like, barely talk to now. Like at this point, mm-hmm. where they like now that she has kids, like she barely sees her except for like, like these kinds of parties and stuff. So I, I don't know. It's just so stupid. And she's being like so rude about it and so uncaring and so ungrateful. Like that's the thing is it's fine to spend money if you have it on your friends and stuff. But she's completely ungrateful about it. She doesn't seem to mm-hmm. recognize that people are spending money on her because of the stuff that she's chosen to do. Yeah, because Carrie makes a good point where she's like, look, okay, so if you decide that you're not the kind of person who wants to get married or have kids, there's no other time in your life after graduation that people just want to give you things. Like if you get married, Uh you have all kinds of friends and family who are like spending hundreds of dollars on you for just stuff. But like, if you aren't one of those people, what, like just you are spending all that money on other people and nothing like birthdays don't count 
and it's like a good point. It's kind of like, I mean, a lot of people don't want to get married and they shouldn't have to like, get married or have kids. So if they yeah. want, yeah. But she's right. Like they don't like maybe like housewarmings, but that's really it. And <laughs> did you hear Matt? He just yelled from the bedroom. Everybody's getting married and having kids. All I want to do is mow hay. King shit. <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah yeah um (laughs) but yeah she's right and she should she's right and she should say it Mm -hmm. yeah she's yeah she's like well i you know i deserve to have nice things like which again she's right about like she deserves to fucking spend her own money on whatever she wants she doesn't have kids so she doesn't it's not like she this is the thing it'd be wouldn't it be worse if she had young children and she was spending exorbitant amounts of money on her own shit which is completely useless to the kids, right? Mm-hmm. She's just yeah. living her life. Let her live her life. She is just living her life. Yeah, let her, so, can we let her vibe? Carrie can have a little of vibe, but like, she's on thin fucking ice. But that's not yeah. because she's single, it's because she sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we go to Samantha, and this scene made me fucking livid. I was so pissed off watching this scene. Oh my god. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she's like in a restaurant and she's talking on the phone trying to do like a business deal. And she's wearing this like white suit, like with nothing underneath, like titties out, looks gorgeous. Um, and there's a woman with her son and she's like, Wow, look at you, you're eating pesto. <laughs> yeah, she's like a baby talking to this child who's like honestly probably like five. And yeah. this he kid looks, is this like this kid looks like sweet Robin. This kid is <laughs> Oh my god. This kid is like like you know how like anime characters eat ramen? Um yeah. Yeah. he's doing that. Like that's what this kid is doing. And like uh, he the the kid is also banging his fork against his cup, so it's just like making so much noise. It's so fucking annoying. And it's like, okay, kids be kids. Like kids will do this shit. Like they don't know better. It's not the kid's fault. But the mom is not doing a fucking thing about it. She's just like yeah. letting the kid keep banging the fork on the cup, just like it, it, she just is not she's encouraging it basically and mm-hmm. then the waiter comes over and is like sorry we don't allow cell phones in here and samantha's like are you fucking kidding me like she's like <laughs> you don't allow cell phones but you allow children who are being a noisy like you like you know you could ask like i'm sorry you know this is a quiet dining environment could you ask your son to be quiet like i always hate when people are like oh we need to control your children like no but you shouldn't you should teach them how to behave in certain settings and like don't bring them to some don't bring them to swanky places because yeah that's not where they they belong the kids no. not gonna have fun and neither is anyone else in the fucking restaurant exactly like there's a lot of places that are inevitable to bring kids like yeah it sucks to have a crying baby on your plane but what are you gonna do like yeah throw exactly. your baby across the country like <laughs> like sometimes you have to bring kids places and it's like they will do stuff and parents can only do so much but don't bring your mm. kid to this restaurant this is not a restaurant for kids <laughs> at all no, children shouldn't be eating pesto. <laughs> That's not kids' food. It looked tasty to me. I think yeah. Kidney would have eaten this, but it was quite green. It was very green. It just looked like green. It looked like courgette. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But no, I mean, I have, like, little cousins, and they're always eating, like, gr- they occasionally eat, like, grown-up food. Like, one of them loves hummus and olives, and I'm like, those aren't kids. <laughs> I don't even like hummus or olives. Like, what's going on? Damn. 
I mean, I don't like, care for olives, but hummus I is do good like, shit. I like good hummus, but he likes the fucking, like, white people hummus. You know, like, I like hummus from, like, a Middle Eastern restaurant or something where it has, like, the olive oil on top and maybe some, like, chickpeas and a little bit of, like, chili powder. Mm-hmm. He likes the one that you get for, like, a pound from Tesco. That's fair. But I can't exactly tell, like, a seven-year-old that his palate is unrefined. <laughs> True. Yeah, the, the waiter is just like, look, that's a child. We can't do anything about that. And Samantha's like, okay. So she decides to take it into her own hands after the waiter walks away. And she, like, walks over to the woman and is just like, look, um, excuse me. Can you take your child somewhere that's more child appropriate for lunch? And the kid just fucking throws pasta on her white blazer. Yeah, and then this woman is, like, clearly trying not to laugh. Like, discipline your fucking kid. Yeah, she thinks it's hilarious. Uh, she she doesn't feel bad at all. Like, what the fuck is wrong with the people in this episode that they just don't <laughs> feel bad about stuff at all? Like, they have, like, no remorse or empathy or anything. I, I will say, I feel like this episode was written by someone who fucking hates kids. And I do hates think that. people who have kids. Because, like, <laughs> this is just, I mean, it's unrealistic, like, parent. Like, I mean, it does happen, but, like, it's very much, like, fuck these kids, fuck people who have kids because they bring their naughty, disgusting, dirty, misbehaving <laughs> children into my yeah. swanky restaurants. Like, they I even don't know. give Brady chicken pox. They were yeah. like, even this one's on thin ice. Like, Brady's we like this child. Ice because he is sick. Because he has a weak immune system because he is a child. Yeah. It's madness. It's madness. It's, but like, yeah. yeah. Samantha Storm's out, though. Uh, then we go back to Harry and Charlotte. Who wants who wants to have a cocktail hour? Harry wants a cocktail hour, and he plants his balls on the couch. Yes, <laughs> he does. Like, I guess the balls are kind of the tail of the cock, huh? Tea. I guess. They're like, <laughs> like, well, like a bunny tail, like small. Yeah, like and if you were like a bunny that had two tails. Yeah. Yeah. Like a bobcat, kind of. <laughs> okay, wait. Counterpoint, because I think actually the cock is the is the tail of the balls. Because the balls don't <laughs> wag when they, when you get excited. <laughs> this is a good <laughs> oh point. My God. You know when you like see like the the dick do a little like when it, like jumps. Oh, so fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's good shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fun. Mm-hmm. Um, love dicks. Love dicks. One thing you need to know about me. Love I, them. Th- this quarantine is killing me. I keep having these like, extremely horny dreams, and then I just wake up, and I'm like, I- I'm gonna post it in group chat, but, like, I'm just this image <laughs> of, like, a really angry meme face and says, cock, now. <laughs> <laughs> that will be me as soon as, as soon as I can, I will be, like, I'll just go out to, like, I don't know, one, the first of my quarantine villages that hasn't abandoned me. Here's the be, image, like, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> And right click save. Um, yeah, I'm gonna be like, please, wheeze, cock now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know. I, <laughs> I love to confuse the people who aren't in the recording, who are like, Same. what? Why are you posting these images? Bernie, Bernie voice, Bernie voice. I am no longer asking for cock. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he's like, we should have a cocktail, and he goes to sit on her new white couch. It is. Extremely white, like extremely, yeah. and it's it's almost like it, I, I know it doesn't happen in slow mo, but it might as well. Where it's like mm. he's lowering his ass towards the the couch, and Charlotte's just like, ah! <laughs> she's gonna scream. 
like you're already stupid if you have a fucking white couch like yeah that's fucking dumb especially since she like i mean i know that she thinks that maybe having kids might not be like the easiest thing for them but i know she wants kids so like it just seems like a poor planning choice yeah, and like Harry said, he's cool to adopt. And spoiler, they do. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, it seems like a bad investment. Mm-hmm. But he's, yeah. he sits down. She's like, "Okay, Harry, we need to talk. Um, I love you, but like, I, I don't. I, I'm fine with you being naked. I just want there to be a gap between your ass and the couch, please." <laughs> and he's yeah. like. And he's very understanding. He's like, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, I'll put some shorts. He's like, oh, I'll put some clothes on. She's like, no, you don't need to put clothes on. Just a towel or something. He's like, I'll go and put shorts on. Now. <laughs> I did love her being like, now? Shorts, now. <laughs> we need no. some shorts. Stop. Yeah, he does. He does get up, go up and get it. And then he does a little wiggle with his butt. Because uh, she's I like, love, love you. I love the wiggle. I love Harry. I just then, love, like, the actor who plays Harry just really just, he is really the MVP this episode. Yes. Mm-hmm. This is, sta- like, I, a guy I followed, like, posted a clip of him in, like, Californication or something. And I was like, Harry, my king. <laughs> and he was Perfect. very confused. I have to explain. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, he also doesn't leave a stain, which means Harry wipes his ass confirmed. This is true. Like, Charlotte does give it, like, a little, like, she kind of, like, swipes it with her hand to be like, oh, you know, maybe knock any ass particles off of the couch. But, yeah, it's not like he leaves a mark. Mm-hmm. Unlike Steve. Ugh, Steve. Steve would absolutely walk around naked and then just sit his poopy asshole right onto the white couch. Literally, I I truly believe Steve doesn't, like, we know he doesn't wipe his asshole properly, but I know he doesn't wash it because he thinks that's gay. Harry yeah. cleans his asshole in the shower. Like Harry it, probably has soap. a bidet. Like, Harry absolutely has a bidet, right? Yeah, I feel like there's a bidet at Charlotte's place. Yeah. Confirmed. Head cannon. We're coming up with so many head cannons this episode. I'm loving. We're it. so smart. <laughs> um, but that's that's uh, their whole plot this episode. And then we go back to uh, Miranda, who's watching Jules and Meanie again. Her face is like a lot cleared up. Like she still has some spots on her face, but it's a lot better than before. And uh, Robert shows up at the door. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Miranda, I can see your feet underneath the uh, the door. So and she's like, <laughs> oh. And she opens it, and he's like. Oh, I just want to check up on you. I'm a doctor after all. Um, And he comes in and he sees that she's watching Jules and Mimi. So he's like, oh, what's this? And it's like frozen on a frame of them in bed. Yeah. Uh And he's like, oh, what's this? And she explains it. They're like, oh, it's a show. And like, he's sleeping with her, but he also might have a thing with the girl who works in the sausage shop. Does she mean a butcher's? No idea. No, she just means the cock factory. (laughs) That's where I want to work. I say say cock now and the sausage factory immediately begins to manufacture something for me. (laughs) Uh He's he's like, oh, I've never heard of it before. Okay, sounds good. And then he like sits down on the couch and he's like, I'm interested and I don't have cable yet. So let's watch it. Yeah, this is okay. This was the fucking, this was my dad move. This is what he did. Um, So... When my mum used to own slash like live upstairs from a pub and my dad was like, oh, it's getting kind of late. Um, Can I come upstairs with you and watch some TV? Like he wanted to watch a show. Um, And she was like, okay. <laughs> and then they, <laughs> they just watched TV. And I'm pretty sure they hooked up. Um, Confirmed. Icons. It was. Icons. Yeah. Um, 
but again, it's another it's another black guy and a white woman. I don't know if this is just like a theme. Maybe. Is we this don't something know if Jules that and Mimi did I'm this. unaware of? I don't think Jules pulled this play on Mimi, but I don't uh, I mean I'd have to watch the fictional show Jules and Mimi created for the actual show Second maybe, City. Maybe if you watch fucking what was it, Bob and What's It? Ah, who fucking cares? I'm not watching that show. Also, I'm sure it's impossible to find because I've also, never heard I, of it I and looked, I'm British. I, I looked and both the characters were white and I don't yes. know where the whole, uh, this is based on Bob and Mimi or Bob and whatever the fuck <laughs> it came from. I think who knows? There were, like, there were like a lot of like Britishy versions of Friends. Mm. Okay, this yeah, is, there was like Spaced and whatever one uh, Stephen Moffat did. That was, what was it? There was like, there's like... Set, oh, I can't remember it now. It's like not six feet. Well, cold feet. There was that, which was kind of similar. There are a lot of shows which were like centered around young people or like two people in love, like in the sort of like late nineties, early two thousands in Britain. Mm-hmm. This 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 might be too difficult based off of the description that I have. But there's this show that I used to see like photo sets of on Tumblr, and it was a UK show. I know. Um, and all I can remember about it is there was this one character who just, like, was an absolute, like, like, just looked like a punk. Like, he had, like, spiky hair and he had, like, studs in his face and everything. Do you have any idea what I'm talking about? The young one? It might be, it might be the young ones. I think that's the young ones, if I'm remembering. Yes, that is correct. It's, it's oh, okay, correct. okay. That was a bit earlier. Okay. That, oh, that was in the 80s. What the hell? Yeah. Oh, wow. But that was, like, kind of the start. See, because I know this shit. So I'm, I'm British. Um... That was, like, the start of, like, the alternative comedy, you know? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of, like, quaint fucking, like, British shows, which are all just, like, Love Actually, the TV show. That's right. what they're kind of like. It's like, oh, we're British, and I'm in love with you, Hazel Beth. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds riveting. Mm. Uh, well, I mean, Miranda loves this shit, so, I don't know, I guess they were doing something, right, in this fake show, but... Yeah, I, I really thought they were gonna hook up. Um, but they don't, so I was a little bit disappointed. Yeah, they don't hook up. Although it does get really like this. I was so I felt so weird watching this because like she hits play on it and it's right before they were about to start having sex on the show, and then they're just sitting there watching it. Yes, it it was weird, and like they're really going at it. And Robert and Miranda are sitting like they're social distancing, kind of. <laughs> yeah, they're sitting quite far apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they really are. Uh, and then so that's their story for the week. Then we go back to the, the end of the episode, which is Carrie. And so Carrie decides that the last thing she's going to do about her situation is she's going to phone up the friend and she gets her machine. And the answering machine is one of the kids and it's fucking unintelligible. I really don't like it. Um, but then Carrie leaves a message and she's like, hi, I just wanted to let you know that I'm getting married to myself and I'm registered at Manolo Blahnik. And she just hangs up and she looks so fucking smug yeah like my my, and but the thing is that like this i i would have been like okay okay i guess with this episode if it ended there and it was just like her saying fuck you to her friend but the thing is that like her friend like like goes through with it like her friend is like okay i'm gonna go to manolo blot what is it manolo blonic yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, her friend is like, I'm gonna go to Manolo Blahnik and buy these $500 shoes that I was so resolute about not paying earlier. Like, I don't know why. I I don't know. Like, I, I would never be in this situation because I would have written the check the first time or, like, done more looking for the shoes to actually find who stole them. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. like, 
I, the fact that she, like, was saying no to giving her the money, but then, like, Carrie, like, called her and basically said, hey, fuck you on the phone, and was like, oh, I guess I'll give you the $500 shoes, Carrie. Yeah. No, she fucking does it. She goes to Manolo Blahnik, and, like, it sounds like Carrie actually made a legit registry, like, Mm -hmm. for one item. (laughs) Like it's she wasn't even joking. She literally made a registry, and um, and the woman buys it, and the she's the the woman who works there is like, okay, it's four hundred eighty five dollars plus taxes, <laughs> and then she's like, can you please watch your kids? We really don't want children touching the shoes. <laughs> yes, I mean, like, yeah, it was like, how did she get her to do that? If she had actually explained to to her that like I spent this much money on you over the years the least you can do is you know buy my shit that was fucking stolen like reimburse me um yeah so i don't know but yeah she's just it it's very easily solved yeah and then we just see carrie getting the shoes and she unboxes them and she gets a little note and the notes from like the whole family and it says congratulations we couldn't be happier for you and you yes <laughs> which is and then like, it's like love yeah. from like kira chad and the baby george or whatever like the whole fam <laughs> Yeah, it's wild. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's the episode. That's the um, episode. Rankings for the week. Uh, I go first? You can go yeah. first, yeah. Okay, so at the very top is going to be Miranda for me. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Number one with a bullet. Mm-hmm. Um, past that, um, I think that watching Charlotte make funny faces at uh, Harry's dick and balls was very fun. So I'm going to say she's up there for me. Um, and then I guess Carrie, just by virtue of Samantha being the worst this week. Yeah. Yeah. I did love Carrie's pettiness. I mean, it was so stupid. Like, she she basically was like, I'm oppressed. And it was so dumb. But at the same time, I just thought it was really funny that she did that at the end of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd say I'm pretty much the same. Um, I think, I think I would go Miranda, Carrie, Charlotte, and then Samantha. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Everyone, like, even Samantha was kind of a very, like, straw man this episode. Um, Yeah. Points were made. Like, she was right, in a sense, about some of the stuff she was saying. Like, in that last scene, I was like, this mom, like, is just, doesn't give a single shit. Uh, But it's just such, it's such a non-plot. Like, it didn't need to be there, so it didn't make any sense for it to have to happen. Like, I honestly feel like I I feel like I want to put Charlotte first just because I this Harry plot is so memorable to me and I I really love it but at the same time Miranda's been at the bottom for me so many weeks in a row that I think I'm going to hand it to her and put her at the top and I did love her episode, her plot this week too. Like it was really good, and I think this is the, like one of the last times she's gonna peak. So I'm gonna put her at the top, and then I'm gonna put Charlotte second, and yeah, probably Carrie than Samantha. Those two are kind of interchangeable to me because it's like I honestly was just so mad at the woman who refused to like give a shit at all about the shoes, and Carrie was more valid than she normally is. But like I don't know. They're, they're both kind of just nothing to me this week. Yeah, I think I just get impressed whenever Carrie is, like, not awful. Like, when she does yeah, the bare minimum. Yeah, I did like that. And I I will say I do love to see someone get owned who was being, like, really shitty. So, that, mm. it was good. And it was a plot that is actually, like, really memorable to me, which I feel like kind of stands out a little bit. Like, if it's, a, like, a late season episode and I'm like, oh, yeah, I really remember this plot, then I'm like, I kind of consider it to be good, usually. Yeah. Um... 
But yeah, that's our rankings. We have one single question this week. Um, if you want to send us questions, you can send them to citygirlsmakedo.tumblr.com slash ask. This week's question is from a Tumblr user 2 by 2 furious friend of the show, who is saying, uh, thinking about how Miranda first met Robert, when have you gotten flirty at an inappropriate time? My entire life? <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Do you two have one? Um, hmm. I don't, honestly. Not really, but I'm also just not really a very forward person. So, like, um, I can't imagine really I being s- like this. I don't know. I will say I have had a little crushes on teachers. I would prefer this by saying uh, teachers I've had as an adult. Um, like, I remember I had a really very, I had a very, very hot uh, classical text teacher who I would literally just, like, you know, like in, um... In, like, Indiana Jones, where they write, like, I love you on their eyelashes, on their, like, eyelids. Yeah. I would just kind of stare at him and think seductively. <laughs> like, I wasn't going to flirt with him because I didn't want him to lose his job. But mm-hmm. I was like, I just want you, I'm just, like, psychically telling you that I'm in love with you. That's, that's good. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. I'm, nothing is really coming to mind to me because, yeah, I'm not really that, like, that. I don't know. I will say that people always think I'm flirting, and I think that's just because of my voice. Hmm. Like, I have quite, like, I talk quite slowly and quite breathy, and my voice is, like, relatively deep at times, um, so I think it sounds a bit seductive, but, like, that's just how I talk, especially if I'm trying to think about what I'm saying, in which case I'll talk <laughs> slower, yeah. and I'll be like, hi, nice to meet you, and I've had... I've met guys who are like, you clearly have a crush on me. And I'm like, I literally don't. I'm just being nice to you. And you think that I'm flirting because I have <laughs> I mean, to. Yeah. 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 But me specifically. Really like yeah. anyone else. I'm like, no. Like, I've told, I've literally told a man that I fucking hate him. And he's like, oh, are you, are you flirting with me? Oh, God. I hate that so much. But yeah, I believe it fully. And, so. Like, no, I just, I, I, I just talk like this and I make eye contact with people. Um, mm-hmm. That's not flirting. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't have anything. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no. But thank you for the question either way. Yeah. <laughs> Send us more we questions just, next week. We just flat like, you know, appropriate times. I, I don't also know just have no idea. The only ever yeah. dates I've ever been on has been through online dating. Well, I yeah. mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, it, it doesn't really help that, like, I've only really seriously dated, like, two people anyway. So, like, it yeah and especially since i met matt through online so that i mean even like with me i can flirt like me and my friends you know i'll be like i love you you're so you're so beautiful you're so attractive you're an angel you're the most perfect person i've ever met like i will marry you we will be we will be wifed up together i will eat you out from (laughs) day from dawn till dusk and then as soon as i like actually i'm attracted to someone i'm like oh you think i'm cute thank you <laughs> yeah no I, I feel that yeah i'm i'm awful at flirting when i actually like someone which mm-hmm. isn't great it's fine yeah. but we're, yeah we're, we're making we're listen we we are the city girls we, we are making do yeah we're making do making doo-doo so um <laughs> that's that, disgusting it is but it's true um <laughs> So that's our only question. So I'm going to do Patreon now. Uh, if you want to 
follow us on Patreon. Follow us, like as in give us money on Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash citygirlsmakedo and you can give us a dollar a month to be a hay mower and get a special Discord role. You get access to all the bonus content we do. We're recording a Keanu episode this weekend, so that'll be out probably close to when the episode comes out, I guess. Uh, and you also get access to the Secret Looker and Nanu channel uh, in their Discord server that has pictures of them and they're so baby uh, if you give us $5 a month, you get all the $1 stuff, plus you get an even specialer Discord role, plus you get a shout-out on the podcast, plus you get to submit stuff for Steve Voice, if you want me to read that. And then at the $10 level, uh, you get all the other stuff, plus an even specialer Discord role, plus you get to listen to us record live every week if you would like to. Uh, so thank you to all of our donors. We love you all. Uh, I will read our ten or our $5 and up donors now, who are Alex Schaup, Summer Geist, Jennifer Snyder, Matt Ribeiro, Jess Ayalachi, and Siberian Pine Hardwood. So thank you all so much. And to all our $1 donors too, and to people who just listen at all and don't donate, we love all of you. Thank you for listening. Uh, Sarah, you want to plug anything? Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at SunHatGenya, S-U-N-H-A-T-Z-H-E-N-Y-A. I'm also on other Noisepace.xyz podcasts, including... Fear Baiting, which is a horror movie podcast. Uh, I just did an episode with a recent guest of this podcast, Morg, about James and the Giant Peach. Uh, fucking uh, uh, um, The Wonder Years, which is an Animorphs podcast I did with my friends, and Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die, the leftism podcast that I do with Alex and a bunch of other people. Hell yeah! Yeah! Which I, I do need to get back on. Um, but it's, I'll be there, and everyone will rejoice. Whenever Alex isn't there, everyone's asking, where is Alex? So Skimble, where is Skimble? And Alex is Skimble. So. Where is Skimble? I'm the Skimble <laughs> Shanks. I'm the Skimble Shanks of HKIP. I just show up, um, and everyone's like, OMG, and then I go. Yeah. But everyone else on the podcast is also great. It's a great show. There is. a lovely podcaster. You should check mm. out all her stuff and everything else on the Noise Space Network, which we are so graciously hosted on by um, the friend of the show, boyfriend of the show, Matt. Who's also an HKIP host. Yes. So, the full circle here. Uh, Six it's degrees of like, Kevin Bacon. <laughs> it's almost like we're all friends. And yeah. we pod friends who podcast together, podcast together. So that's what I think. Uh, anyway, uh, if you want to find me, you can find me on Twitter at Age of Oddish or on Tumblr at Windfall Island. And yeah, you can find me on Twitter at uh, Alex Virgo and Tumblr at Dork Phoenix. Um, yeah. Hell yeah. Well, that's episode. Um, you know, we say Mohe every day. Mm. Fuck cops. Mohe every oh, day. Fuck a big cops. fat fuck cops. Huge fuck cops this week. Huge, 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 huge fuck cops. The biggest fuck cops. The longest fuck cops ever said. um. Ever. There's not a single valid cop. Even your fucking dad, uncle, mom, sister. They're all fucking bastards. Yeah. Every single one. Fuck all of them. Blue lives don't mean shit. Um, Unless you're the cookie monster. But cops? Nah. No. Eat eat shit and die. The only Um, bullet that matters is it's not Sonic. Friska. It's the cookie monster. It's the cookie monster. Because you know what he does? He just eats cookies and minds his own business. Yeah. King King shit. Uh, (laughs) As he should. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. Fuck cops. So long and good night. Mohe every day. And kiss Keanu Square on the lips. Kiss Keanu Square on the lips. Bye, gamers. Kiss Keanu Square on the lips. Bye. Bye. (laughs)